Hey, it's CW. Thank you so much for checking out this podcast here at corncountry.com on our free Corn Country app or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Renee Fernay from Resources of Hope, who is our adopted charity here at Corn Country, popped into our studios the other day with a foster parent. Her name is Maddie, and we had a great conversation about all the things that Resources of Hope offer to foster parents. So sit back and enjoy our conversation with Renee Fernay and Maddie. All right, so here we are. We are rocking and rolling. We got Maddie and we got Renee here with us in the Corn Country Studios. Girls, nice to see you. How was your New Year's, Renee? It's nice to see you too. It was great. It was quiet. We were just at home with our kids. We do this fun little um, opening of a bag every hour to kind of help the time go by and keep us old people awake until midnight. (laughs) So we did that. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, my goal was to make it to 10 o'clock. <laughs> did you make it? <laughs> and I did. Good. And with the help of some board games. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and these board games tend to drag on a little bit. And the next thing you know, like, holy moly, it's almost, it's 1130. Yeah. You know, it, we're, we made it. We yeah. did it. So, Good. So Maddie is here with us. Ma- uh, Maddie, tell me a little bit about uh, how you and Renee know each other. Um. So Renee runs the foster closet in Whiteland, and um, I'm a foster parent here in Johnson County. All right. How many foster children do you uh, parent to? Um, right now, currently, we have seven foster kids in the house. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. And well, actually, and I say seven and a half because I also I have one foster daughter that's pregnant. So seven and a half. <laughs> well, and I understand you recently got married, too. So congratulations. Thank you. How Yay. was the wedding? Everything go okay? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. Actually, a lot of the kids got to be in the wedding. Um, they were, you know, bridesmaids and flower girls and ring bearers. So it was it was a lot of fun. Before we talk about uh, your association with Resources of Hope, I want to uh, steer back to Renee. And Renee, maybe you can kind of uh, remind folks what it is that Resources of Hope, what you provide for the community, and some of the programs that you have out there. Sure. We are a foster and kinship support organization right here in Johnson County. Um, We are on mission to provide physical and emotional needs to youth in uh, foster care in central Indiana. We have five different programs. We have our clothing closet, which is our most utilized program. We have our Teen Connect, our birthday blessings, uh, foster parent continuing education, and our community outreach programs, which consists of uh, Hope for the Holidays in December, a family picnic in May, and then quarterly recharge events. So Maddie, what is your favorite program that you've used? Well, first, how many programs have you used uh, from Resources of Hope? Um, we've used all of them, actually, except for the continuing education. Um, but other than that, all the community events, Teen Connect, we've we've used them all. <laughs> so what's your favorite? Um, I think it's between two. The First of all, just the closet. That's the most useful to me just because we get a lot of emergency placements and a lot of last minute. So um, and we have so many kids in the house, so it's hard to, you know, just run to the store and grab what we need. So that one's the most useful. Um, And I guess my favorite would have to be Teen Connect just because there's not a lot of programs in the area for um, kids of that age and especially kids of that age who don't know anybody in the like in the area. Um, And we've had kids that are like, I'm not doing anything. I don't want to be involved in anything, no sport, no activity. And so we make a deal that they try out with Teen Connect and they come back and they've made friends and they're excited and, um, you know, not only made friends, but made friends that are in a similar situation. So Teen Connect is probably my favorite. I think it's amazing because, Renee, you you and I both know that 
there's just not a whole lot for teens in this area. No, there's well, sure something isn't. like Teen Connect to do, is there? No, there's not. Um, I'm not aware of any other program in Johnson County that focuses on teenagers in foster or mm-hmm. kinship care um, that gets together like we do. No, neither am I. And I've looked. I've high and low. So yeah, we've um, yeah, we're really thankful for that program. It's hey, a good opportunity. Hey, Maddie, if you if you knew somebody, if you could talk to somebody, uh, a person who is uh, contemplating or riding the fence about becoming a foster parent, mm-hmm. what advice would you give that person? Um, well, my biggest piece of advice would be to like if you're considering it, um, just really just jump in head first. I think, and I would suggest going through a licensing agency because you get all the extra support um, and all the extra, the guidance and everything, um, rather than going through DCS alone, because as we know, DCS is way overloaded with caseloads. Um, and our our licensing agency has really been our saving grace throughout our whole foster parent journey. Um, whether it's, you know, we have to call somebody in the middle of the night about behaviors, or we, you know, are stuck in a bind, or we need somebody to advocate for us or our kids. Um, so that would be my number one thing is go through an agency. <laughs> I think that's what's so cool about Resources of Hope, because not only do they help uh, the foster parents, but they also help the children Mm -hmm. as well, which is which is unbelievably nice. Well, and all of our programs are based around kids, um, the the kids in foster care. But we do that different ways, uh, whether it's working directly with the kids or helping the families and equipping them with better resources so that they can help the kids at home. do you so to circle back to Teen Connect? Um, do you ever hear from the kid, your kids, what their favorite part of Teen Connect is? Um, I think the the number one thing that lures them is the food. You know, that's always like they're gonna get you're gonna get dinner. It's gonna be fun. So that's what gets them like, okay, I'll go. But once they come back, they just um, I know that they did. Oh, the henna. Um, yeah, the henna night. I've got a daughter now who is obsessed with henna. She does it on all of the kids. We got her some for Christmas. Um, so that one was really good. And then one of my sons is um, like the video game night was a big hit. So and I like that there's a variety of things. They don't have to go back and just do the same thing every time they get to try new things. They get to. And I mean, it's important for them to discover new things about themselves, too. So, yeah. So where where so, does this all take place? Does it take place at a, like a school or a church or where does the Teen Connect actually take place? They actually just moved to another building. Um, well, not just, I guess, but pretty recently. Um, so it's in a church building in Whiteland, and they have a facility that's, um, I mean, you're, you guys are redoing everything, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> when the, there's like the foster closet where they keep all the actual items, and then there's like a kid's play place, there's the Teen Connect space that has like couches and TVs and a kitchen, bathroom, all of that. So um, <clears throat> when I found out they were moving to the new location, I was super excited just because it opened up a lot more, you know, opportunities, I think, for Resources of Hope and the kids. Yeah, they now have their own space, where as our previous location, they shared that with um, a lot of other, it was our sorting room, it was our training room, it was the Teen Connect room. So now they have their own place, which is really special for them. Okay, before I let you all go, Renee, where can folks get more information about Resources of Hope? Sure, you can always visit our website at www.resourcesofhope.org. Um, our, my email address is on there, our phone number is on there and more information about our teen connect program is also on there. All right. So Renee and Maddie, what, maybe you can help me out. What exactly happens at a teen connect event? Sure. 
Um, thank you for asking that, Chris. Um, at a normal Teen Connect event, we have dinner together. It's usually prepared ahead of time, so it's ready to eat right as the kids get there about six o'clock. Um, so we have dinner together. We go through and do introductions and highs and lows typically with dinner um, to get to know our kids and kind of where they're at for the evening. And then we have an activity. So we have had activities anywhere from self-defense class to car care to henna, like Maddie was talking about. Um, our guys group really likes the video games, so we do that every now and then. Um, our girls really are into crafts, mm -hmm. so we'll do a baking. lot of yeah, yeah, baking or painting, rock painting we've done. Um, can you think of anything else? I don't think so. So uh, I like to tell people that we're not a therapy group, we're a support group. So a lot of these kids have their therapy, whether it's weekly or monthly, and we um, really want to just be there for these kids to to have them feel supported, have them know that there are grownups around that are safe, that they can talk to us, that if they do age out of the system and they run into complications, getting jobs, homes, um, that sort of situation, that they have someone that they can rely on and come back to and talk with and get help as they move forward. And learning social skills too. Absolutely, I mean, to, to learning interact social and, and you know just the, you know, not so much screen time, whether mm -hmm. it be phone or TV, but actually talking to other people and other teens, right, that are in their similar situation. I think that's amazing, right. And there's a there's a couple of them that have tried to use their phones, and I call them out. I'm like, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that's such a big deal because they, I mean, especially with the in transitional foster care, there's such a lack of resources and a lack of knowledge around it anyway. Um, so especially for these older kids that don't have a lot of programming, they just, like she said, it's, it's a support group and they f feel supported by their peers, but also by adults, consistent adults who care about them. Um, and of course they get to shop at the end too. So especially yeah. my girls love that because I mean, they, they have such a lack of control when they're in foster care. So to get into, to go and pick out their own clothes and their own hair accessories or their own, you know, hygiene items, that's, I think that's a really big deal. That's a big part of it too. Yeah, we always close our evening with uh, like 15 minutes to shop in the closet. And then every week we do a gift card draw. So someone always wins a gift card to, I don't know, Starbucks or Target mm -hmm. or someplace fun. Yeah. So is, is it it's once or is there a certain day of the week that this happens on? Is it every like every Thursday or every we uh, It's is, Friday nights and every Friday night we have a different group. So the best way to find out what group is happening when is to just reach out to us and, and ask us what's going on or to check our Facebook page. That's Renee Fernay from Resources of Hope. I'm CW. Thank you so much for checking out this podcast here at corncountry.com on the free Corn Country app or wherever you listen to your podcasts.